we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Power Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast, where we spotlight the absolutely remarkable and inspiring individuals who use their power for good in the aim of reaching a more equal and diverse world. And this week it is, I'm, I'm, been looking forward to this one because I'm chatting to the wonderful Claire Buckle who won the 2023 Inclusive Innovation Award at the Northern Power Women Awards back in March uh, with Ability Consultancy which is her consultancy but Claire Claire's got such a story she's a former GB para-athlete and a current award-winning business owner Claire welcome to the podcast thank you very much Hi. Hello there. Well, we were chatting just before we went, uh, we press play or press record. And so you grew up in Merseyside, didn't you? I thought it was Lancashire, but it was Merseyside and you grew up with cerebral palsy. Tell me about your school life because you had two different journeys, didn't you, in, in school? Yeah. So I have to be honest, um, growing up as a as a disabled and peasant um, in mainstream schools is at that time was really hard and um, it was kind of unheard of um, so I was always in the first and the only and disabled student in 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 like any of my schools so I experienced bullying I experienced discrimination it it probably didn't help that I kept actually moving schools as well um, and then my secondary school I started off um, in a small private school that only accepted girls probably five or six years and before I started so I had a year group of, 50, of 15 of us and 13 were boys and there was actually me and this other girl who clashed completely we just didn't like each other um so I hung around with the boys quite a lot um and and I and I actually think that's actually where my love of cars football anything sporty came in because I just hung around with them and we spoke about football and we spoke about like all of all of like the formula one like every Monday was this big discussion and this other girl hated it and just was not and she hated as she made it no and as she made that time of actually my life very very hard but it's it's it was hard and it was a challenging time but I think it's made me who I am today and if I haven't if I haven't have experienced the level of 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 bullying that I I had, then I wouldn't of of actually been able to stand up and say actually it's wrong because 
it was quite it was quite intense every day. So, so you went from this boys' environment with a with a mean girl there, and then you went into an all girl place. What was that like? <laughs> I went into a year group of ninety six oh, girls, wow. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was a bit of a it was it was a bit of a challenge. So I turned up in trainers and had short hair, and and I was quite boyish looking and I was just like and I just hated it because everyone was concerned about like having smart shoes having makeup having long hair doing the hair nicely and I was like I have short hair and I I wear trainers and I don't really care what I look like and I just here is me and this is what I do and and I just couldn't understand the concept that I didn't want to be like them and I just and I wasn't interested you know, I was, and I was more interested in trying to play football, which was at that time not allowed in school because it isn't a girls' sport at that age. So, so I was stopped from playing football, and I was stopped from doing everything that I liked, and nobody knew about football. So my Mondays were just sat with the radio on in my ears, trying to block out everything about makeup and films and nights out that they'd all had and I was like just not interested and also block out you being you and how, how do you think the world has improved for uh, individuals with disabilities since those school days because that they were just two totally completely different experiences from the the the, the, the more the male environment with the, the footy and the, the to, to, to then into your your make, makeup I suppose what feels like a mean girls kind of environment it, it yeah but I have but I have to be honest out of that school I have ended up with I would say two or three and amazing friends that have that have stayed with uh, stayed with me the whole way through. Um, one is actually a director in the business as well. So so for her, you know, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's you know, I have I have a twenty three year relationship with her, and it's just amazing, and we speak all the time, and that's really good. So it so it has actually worked out actually that way. But um, yeah, I think schools now are very different. So the instead of having the box of if you are and if you are disabled, you have to be in a special school. That's gone out of and the window. There is so much more support in school. So I I had no help in school whatsoever. Everyone now and um, they have the education and health care plans i didn't have one of those um and everyone will get that extra extra support that they really need and it's just open the door to like and it's and it really helps because because actually now all youngsters say somebody and disabled in their school and that is really, really key. And it just puts and shows and the world that we have a place and we are capable and able to 
achieve if given and the right environment. Let's let's fast forward now to 2012, shall I say, to the to the London Olympics and Paralympics. And I worked um, for London uh, Olympics or it, before the Olympics, actually. So I worked for uh, Low Cog. It was a, a dream for me to go and work uh, for the Olympics. So, but there was a real shift, wasn't there, in that? Um, remember that during the whole preparation, it was really aligning the Olympics and the Paralympics. It was one game. It wasn't like the, the after four games it was built with the same passion uh with the same sort of um real focus and highlighting um how much do you think that that real shift of paralympics shifted this whole uh, view of uh disability it's changed it completely so london 2012 was the first time ever that paralympic athletes had full stadiums that at that actually we were treated the same. We had this. Everybody had the same experiences as their Olympic um, athletes. Um, I think it's and it has opened up everybody's eyes about that. Actually, that because I I was always I I I remember that um, actually when I first started athletics. Someone saying I was just having a go, and it was, and it, and it like she wasn't very serious, and that completely changed in 2012. And I think we are seen, or the athletes now are seen as proper athletes in a way, and which. They always were, and and they should have always actually been. But that that mindset in society has actually changed, and they train they train so much harder than like anybody else because they have to work harder. And you represented uh, Team GB in the in the shot put, and we you talked. Uh, earlier about your love of sport uh, when you were in the boys school or it wasn't a boys school well when you were in the with the boys it was a faux boys school but where was that where did you suddenly transition from that love of football and formula one and all that where did that where was that moment where you're like actually I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go for this I'm gonna represent my country in the Paralympics it kind of happened quite quickly in a quite unexpectedly so um I used to trampoline um and then I watched my coach have an accident um and then somebody just said and he was a special needs teacher in a school and and I actually said do you want to try athletics and and I would try any sport I would do any sport I was one of these that was outside in the rain, playing on my own, playing football, netball, whatever. So, so, oh, I said, yes, let's just have a go. Um, and within a month of starting, I was national record holder and it kind of just snowballed from there. Um, no, nobody ex- expected it. And I, 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 I just never expected it. But it was just something that I had found, and I and I started to really love. And then, like a like a 
like hour session every week turned into two hour session which which then was the which which actually then was three days every week which then was like in four days a week then was every day of the week and it just and it just snowballed from there um yeah and i think i've got sport in my blood because my granddad represented scotland at rugby union so um so he played for he played for scotland in the 1945 cal Cal Cutter Cup, um, and my uncle also played for Scotland at Rugby Union. So, so it's in the blood; it's in our family, and I think that's where any any sport that I I will try any 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 sport for some fun. It made me laugh. A few weeks ago, you were on one of our webinars, and and you were you were leaving that webinar to go and zip wire and uh, one of your training sessions. <laughs> so you're definitely that you're an all in girl, aren't you? And so you, so we talked about these sort of different chapters, if you like. So the next chapter, where did entrepreneurship come from? Where did you suddenly decide I'm going to go off and become an entrepreneur? I'm going to set up a multi award winning business. How did that happen? Uh, so I was unfortunately made and made and redundant in 2017, and as a as a disabled in person, it's really hard to find a job. So it so it averages out that you that you are five times it's it's five times hard to get a job, um, and I was made and um, made and um, made and um, made and redundant out of and the job that I absolutely loved um and somebody called Jane Stewart who who I will always be grateful for said take out and the middleman and and set up on set up on your own because I had I I, I had I had six months of interviews I I applied for like forty odd jobs. I had interviews for over three three quarters of them, um, and constantly. And the answer was no, and the answer was very clearly was because I didn't fit in, um, and and how everyone said, just just go it on your own i had no business experience i didn't have a clue what i was doing um i just was like in what i <laughs> think that was my first question it's like i'm gonna set up on my own business doing what and that was her and she said you can do this you can do that you can do the other and it and it just flowed so i so i initially set up a ability consultancy to try and to try and actually make sure that sports clubs were accessible and in, and inclusive and the more that I dug into that and the more it became apparent it's a much wider issue so so sports still plays a part but it, but it, but it's actually trying to change the wider 
society. Well, and you run workshops, don't you, that are led by individuals with disabilities um, and are all focused on how discrimination is, is inherently built in society. Give me some examples of those workshops that you do. Um, so we have our favourite edgy one is just a generic disability and awareness um, and it's just explaining everything and about disabilities and it and it answers those questions that that everyone is really scared to ask because everybody wants to ask the question but but is is like actually really scared to do it um and we use real life examples so all of our deliverers use real life discrimination and examples um so so i i have a little bank of them and i just use odd little ones just just to show how i was discriminated about but how then i turn that actually around to try and to try and like educate to try and like educate somebody um and it's just uh, you know and hearing it in a real life story is much more powerful than as you're reading about it um no and that's what all of us try to do we have courses in 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 equality and diversity we have courses in inclusive sports because that's why that's what i know and that's what i love but then we are also looking at how to how in how employers and and businesses can help people with individual impairments so we so so like i'm in the process of of trying to look at um um disability overall in the work place and then somebody who 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 has cerebral palsy actually what are those thoughts you can do or little hints and tricks you can help someone actually makes something so much easier no and then we're going to look at visual and hearing impairment and and actually mental health as well and neurodiversity because it's huge and in and in and in employers tick the boxes but they don't always ask the questions they are so so a disabled person has to go and say i'm struggling with this whereas the employer would be good if they were like okay what ask them straight out what can we do to help you actually before a issue happens really and that's where you talk about it's beyond just ticking a box so many organizations will tick boxes but that's the aim isn't it that people go above and beyond and i know you've also found the ability digital limited as well because obviously you know nothing else to do out there claire to be honest but this is all about create you know this disability awareness app and i know that you as well as a human are always open to the fact of that you have a sack full of ideas for the future claire what is next for you and how much of it's going to involve sport um (laughs) 
quite, I think, sports up there. <laughs> I'm going to have to be honest. So, in, in terms of and the app, we are looking to add three more impairments in the app. So, so currently, non and disabled people can experience and learn and learn and about visual hearing and physical impairment and we want to add mental health neurodiversity and learning impairment into that we are also looking at how and to make it more in more interactive and more immersive using immersive tech technologies so it's it is so so somebody will have a real virtual and reality experience of of a impairment um so that is the app and then i've got some sporty little bits on the side that i'm i'm looking at doing which is under wraps because it's going to be new it's it's going to be exciting and and we just want to get more young people and involved in sport because sport is a driver for changing somebody's life and if I can offer a sporting opportunity to somebody that has a impairment then that's great and I have done my job well you know what well, we will keep. Well, I, I believe you're a woman that will never have done her job because there's always going to be something in that sack full of ideas. Claire, I can see how happy and how you light up when you talk about this 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 new development. So please do keep us involved. This is why you won, or Ability Consultancy won the Inclusive Innovation Award this year. It's clear that everything that you're doing is 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 has that extra mile in it. So you can find out more about Claire and the Ability Consultancy. We'll put it in the show notes as well. Claire, thank you so much for being continually awesome awesome and joining us on today's podcast thank you very much thank you oh and thank all of you for listening please do find out more check out claire she is an absolute force of nature and an incredible role model Um, and every week i'm delighted to talk to amazing individuals who are fantastic role models driving change Um, and remember every week uh, we have somebody new that you can listen to so please subscribe so you don't miss an episode you get to uncover all of the stories behind the northern power women awards and remember they are not just for one night if you would like to join us on our mission of professional personal development please sign up to our digital hub wearepower.net we can find out more about these brilliant role models um, and do join on all our socials at North Power Women on Twitter and Northern Power Women on all of the others. Thank you so much for joining. My name is Simone. This is the Northern Power Women podcast, a What Goes On Media production. Oh,